back again another episode it's been a minute it's been a minute i've been busy but i'm back again with my boys wally and akobs how are you guys doing yeah i'm good bro me i'm not good with you me what happened i'm not good <laughs> what happened yeah, we were recording podcasts last week my boys my boys won the champions league i didn't hear from you again <laughs> That, that was surprising. That was very surprising. But my apologies. I've been busy now, so you can't you can't really blame me. You already want to see about that even before we dive into to this topic. No, I told you people. I, I just want to apologize. I apologize to, to, uh, to the to the Chelsea fans that was saying we should have trusted. You know, I was saying we should have trusted Lampard. Yeah. We, we definitely would have won that trophy if we, if if they went to my advice. So I was I was trying shit. <laughs> I, can't, I still can't believe you guys won it but like it's just very like crazy that the, that same thing happened in 2012 i think you guys got rid of last boyas and put mm-hmm. into mateo and you guys yeah. won champions league that year and it's like almost eight years up eight years later the same thing happened just yeah, like, I feel like what kind of I luck feel, is that i feel like that's the secret to us getting to the finals bro because <laughs> even back in 2008 we sucked Moreno. Mm-hmm. We go have one grand thing and we're going to the finals. Even though we lost the United. Even we lost United. Yeah, maybe we'll sack Tokyo this year and appoint somebody that gets us there and we win it again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love being yeah. the blue, man. Fun, because... fun. It's fun. <laughs> All right, man, let's get into it. Our two goats, Messi and Ronaldo, one went to PSG, one went to United. Okay. What do you guys think about that? About the whole... Because like, it's crazy to think Messi is not going to end his career. Barcelona, like growing up watching football, he has been there literally mm-hmm. <laughs> since, yeah. since his since his young days. Even he came from Saint New Orleans, Argentina, they brought him in, and now he's not even going to end his career in Barcelona. What do you think about that? And what is the outlook for PSG this season since signing Messi? I mean, the only goal now is to just win the Champions League, basically. Mm-hmm. Because it should be a foregone conclusion that they win the league. But like, <laughs> it's not even just signing Messi. The fact that they also signed Ramos also. They got Hakimi. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it's for free, but they are paying a massive Bridges. amount of agents, fees and agent fees and all that. So, I mean, it's still a very heavy investment. Also got Donnarumma as well. And they got another pullback from Sporting. It was also quite good. No, no, Mendes. Like, and they have absolutely insane overlap on the wings. I mean, hopefully they can win it, but I mean, they still have to contend with Pochettino being their manager, so there's that. Do you, do, you, do you really think they can win Champions League with that squad? Because to me, like, I see soccer, like, in this way, whereby it's not like basketball, like, where you have a solid big three, or if you have three best players in the league, there's a high chance you do well, but as soccer is, like, it's 11, you can have three attacking players and you still can't you still can't win because maybe your team can't defend or there's no balance. So mm. you think that's going to affect PSG? I mean, like I think it depends. There are a lot of variables are coming to it. Just like I mean, last season when Chelsea won mm-hmm. in congrats on that, folks. But also Galaxy Brain Pep Talks. And also <laughs> buying with no Lewandowski for their matches against PSG Tax. Because, I mean, if that happens again this year, a buyer without the Lewandowski for a considerable amount of time, then, then they will not win it. Because mm. that's the main threat in Champions League, honestly, along with Chelsea as well. Especially now that they have Lukaku. But the moment that they lose Lukaku or they lose Mount of 
God forbid, both at the same time. I don't even know why I'm saying God forbid. But yeah, both at the same time. Then could easily say that, I mean, they won't win it. And PSG's players can remain fit for the whole season. Then they have a chance. Really no glaring issues still there. Probably still central midfield. I mean, in as much as it's bought by now, they still don't have like enough steel in the midfield. Verratti mm-hmm. is good, but it's also a bit injury prone now. Yes. And I mean, Vera doesn't start that many matches anymore. And it can't keep on playing Marquinhos there forever. So, <laughs> yeah, like for me, it's just like I think they'll do well, but I'm not like 100% like, oh, these guys are going to win champs. Like, you know how people think, oh, now that they have Messi, there's no reason why they shouldn't win champs. I'm not on that side of the fence. I'm more like, yeah, I understand why you lose if you end up not winning it because. Football is more than three players who can attack off the bounce. So that's just where I stand. Obviously, I feel the type of way that Messi left Barcelona because, I mean, well, Lily Barcelona, but at the same time, Barcelona is in shambles. We all know what's happening there. President has ruined the whole, <laughs> the whole thing. I was just, I was just watching, I was just not watching, I was just you know, like following transfer news yesterday. And I seen that Griezmann <laughs> went back to Atletico. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, it's just everything is just crazy there. So you can't really blame the man. But of course, what do you think about the move? What, what is it? Uh, that's, I don't even know what's worse. The fact that Griezmann went back there for like, what, 30-something million and he's going to do the fact that they bought Luke De Jong, this guy that couldn't hack it at Newcastle. <laughs> Granted, he's a Europa League winner, but come on. <laughs> what do you think about the... Yeah, I think it's big. But yeah, like you said, I don't... It's, it's hard to say... Because if they already know they are going to win the uh, French league, there's no, there's no talking <laughs> about it. I just feel like bringing having those like those caliber players. I don't think it guarantees you winning the Champions League because it is the Champions League. Like it's, it's, if if it was, it's easier to say for league competitions where it's over like a more lengthy period of games, right? But in the mm-hmm. Champions League, at the end of the day, whoever is on it on that day, right? <laughs> When you look at Chelsea, you would have never thought would have won it last season. All signs pointed it to being City. So, yeah, I feel like no matter like the amount of signings you make, at the end of the day, the Champions League is not a guarantee for. Definitely. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big move though, financially. And like, I feel like I, I was going to do something about how the French government are like really, really happy about the deal. Because it's going mm-hmm. to break like, <laughs> it's going to increase their tourism and stuff. But yeah, Definitely. it's... it's yeah, I, I was even seeing something that the money they use for Messi to get it back in shared sales, they will. Like, yeah, they've already gotten it back, so yeah, it's not like they're yeah, not really yeah. losing anything. So it's like a win win for them, really. But yeah, at the end I, of I the day, yeah, I mean, they can't the exactly even lose money because they are literally state funded. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to it anyway, but yeah. I also tied into the Mbappe transfer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's really for Messi. Like, obviously, I'm kind of shocked, but at the same time, I understand why Messi left. But I'm not a big fan of the whole move. I don't know why. I'm not like crazy about oh, Messi's in PSG. Wow, wow, wow. Because you always had this image in your, in your head, right? That, that was where it was, Barcelona was going to be his footballing career from like the yeah, exactly. And you already saw the story. In fact, in my head, yes. I'd never put, I'd never imagined Jesse win them. I never imagined Messi winning other team's jersey. It was just at Barcelona. This is where he's going to, if anything, maybe he would have gone to Argentina at mm-hmm. the end and I just finished it there. Well, yeah, it's, it's quite, it came as a shock to me. I didn't see it coming, man. Even when the whole story about how, oh, they didn't renew his contract, is he going to go? I was like, nah, we've seen how many nah, summers have we, we seen this? We've seen this before. We've seen this before. They'll sort it out at the end of the day. 
It was just surprising that <laughs> they didn't sort it out. They didn't sort it out. Yeah. Okay. Now let's move to the yeah. other goods, Ronaldo. What do you think about Ronaldo to United? He's back. <laughs> he's back where it all started. He's doing it for um, Fergie. Pettiest transfer of the decade. <laughs> like honestly, it's Ronaldo. Yeah, but I mean, part of the reason they signed him is just so that City wouldn't find him. Yes, I was reading that yesterday. <laughs> But I mean, they have more glaring issues than center forward right now. And they don't have a proper DM. And I mean, since they already have Sancho, now they have Ronaldo. When Rashford comes back, where exactly is Pogba going to play? Because I mean, right. they've already said that he can't play in the midfield too, especially with Fred. Mm-hmm. So I exactly how he wants to navigate that. But anyway, that's someone else's problem. I mean, Ronaldo <laughs> is score goals. Maybe he won't hit like 40, but I mean, like 20. Like, fancy is extremely doable. Mm-hmm. I think the most thing for me will be like, who is going to be taking penalties in United? I know Freakies <laughs> definitely not touching Freakies because he hasn't scored one in like God knows how long. But penalties, I mean, he literally missed one yesterday for Portugal. So I've seen, I wonder I've seen if those will rotate or if he'll just take it off. But yeah, let's see. Because what do you think? My only, my only, the only thing that baffled me with that move was Ronaldo actually wanting to join City. Was he seriously? It was. He was seriously going to join Man City. Let me even cut you off on that. I was reading something yeah. about yesterday's agent, uh, mm-hmm. Mendes, was like they were cutting him to City to try and raise his value. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't really want to go to City, but like mm-hmm. if City's if City's interest is there, will pick the interest of other teams. Like. You're yeah, definitely not going to allow Ronaldo to go to and, City. Your yeah. your cross town rivals and you keep looking because Pep was was saying like Pep was telling the owners that I, I don't want Ronaldo. So all of a sudden Pep is saying that oh I want Ronaldo now. So Pep wasn't even hundred <laughs> percent down for for Ronaldo. Was yeah. I just think they just wanted him because obviously Ronaldo because like Pep wasn't really down like oh I really want Ronaldo. I'm crazy about Ronaldo. And once United heard that obviously they're not allowing that. Like that just ruins his legacy with United fans like yeah. everything so like United just quickly just quickly did that thing and got in touch with, their, with the agents who they have a very good relationship with because I mean it came from sporting with that same agent so mm-hmm. it was very easy but I'll allow you to continue with what, what yeah. you were saying anyways it was it was it was not going to happen me I didn't really come as a shock to me I feel like Ronaldo going back to United was the move I'd always seen like him making towards the end of his career. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to happen after Real Madrid. And after he went to UV, it was, I, I felt like it was going to happen after UV. So that doesn't really surprise me. I'm interested to see how that changes United because United has been wanting I should take serious, but I never take serious because of the manager they have. But with the players they've brought in, Varane included, Ronaldo, I think, like now it's time to sit up and watch, especially because I really felt like leadership was one of the problems they had in their team. They had good players, but like, they have a lot of leaders. I feel like Ronaldo, Ronaldo brings that with him. He obviously brings mm-hmm. goals too. Like, yeah, like what he said, guaranteed 20 a season, which is, is good for them. It's scary, man. It's scary to think how, what, uh, how much he would influence Greenwood's game. But I feel like he's going to take Greenwood under his wing. Mm-hmm. It's scary to see what that boy is going to be under the guidance of Ronaldo. Greenwood's and then there's just there's just having having that kind of player in the dressing room, man. Like imagine you know, imagine these boys, they've been watching this guy from a young age. A lot of them have been 
this is this is this is one of the he's one of the reasons why they wanted to play football, right? You had that kind of player in your dressing room. You see what he does. You try to imitate what he does. Is I'm just scared. I just hope I just hope United don't become another team with him there. But yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, man. It's just nice to have players like this in the Premier League. Yeah, definitely not be missing United games this season. Man, actually, actually enjoy United games. United Chelsea, I'm always locked in their games. Mm-hmm, but like yeah. with Ronaldo, with Ronaldo back, it's scary hours, man. Like scary. it's really scary hours. Cause like if United gets it going, like like people say they need a DM, they need a DM. I, like I don't think the DM is that crazy. Like like obviously they'll get beaten sometimes because Pogba is not tracking back and Fred is mm-hmm. acting acting up and Bruno is like I'm just going to I'm just going to lose the ball but like it's going to be fun while watching it though. It is. <laughs> and the for United if if they are winning 3-1 3-1 4-2 you're getting their three points at the end of the day because you can crazy. guarantee that they would outscore the opponent so yeah I still think they need a defensive midfielder though, but I, th- yeah. I think they do, but like I don't think I, I mean I'm just going to enjoy watching them. Like every team, everybody needs that Kante or Indidi, Bisuma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like those players are good to have because they give you still, but like I think United will still be okay, man. Like I think those they, yeah. they will still be they have Matic though. Like isn't Matic there? Matic doesn't have the legs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Matic, 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 you have the legs when he was at Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, that guy's done. I can't believe that guy's still played in the Premier League. Oh, yo, Matic, that yeah, year when... Mata is still there. Mata is still there. Yeah, Mata is still there. <laughs> Every time I just randomly remember that, this guy is still employed. I can't believe it. Yeah. Which Ooh, is, Matic, Phil Jones, is Phil Jones still there? Yeah, Phil Jones is still there. And it's oh, even funny... <laughs> It's even funny because Varane came and they told Phil Jones to give him his number. The guy yeah, said no. He said no, no man. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Give this guy a number. You're not getting any minutes. But like, for real though, it's scary as it's scary as United. Prem is looking very interesting this year. Like, I'm super locked in. Except for my team, Arsenal. We will discuss later. But Prem is, <laughs> Prem is, Prem is looking very interesting this year. Looking very interesting. Let's let's move on to transfer transfer season. Like that rounded up yesterday. What transfers caught your eye? Like what you like? Wow, this happened. Like I'm excited to see this. I'm looking for this. Obviously, we talked about Messi to PSG, Ronaldo to United. We have other ones: Lukaku to Chelsea, Sancho to United, Varane, Kamavinga yesterday. Which one caught your eye? Doesn't have to be a big club. Just anyone. You say, oh. I'm interested to see how this plays out. Trincao to Wolves. Who? Francisco <laughs> Trincao. Barcelona kid. How would... Well, I've never heard of, that, of him before, actually. Yeah, it's like 2021. Quite good. Good like, was he played? Played Okay. He plays for Wolves now, yeah. Has he made any like, appearance? Yeah, played against United. Like, him and Adama were just... Yeah, 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 yeah. He was the guy playing... At, yeah, yeah, he was the, <laughs> the attacking player, right? I remember him. Yeah. I just assumed the guy had been a wolf since we Me too. He just came into the but yeah, he's he's quite an interesting player to watch. I think uh, he has a lot of potential. Yeah, he and does. He looks good. Whether he would stay at Wolves or go back to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would prefer if he stayed at Wolves because apart from the fact that Barcelona is a mess, I don't think he'll have enough points there anyway. I mean, Wait, sorry, kind of, while you sorry to cut you, is he alone? Is he alone move? Yeah, it's alone, but they have oh. an option to buy. Okay. How much it was, but I mean, it will definitely break their record transfer if they activated the option. Mm. 
I still not need money, so they might actually just sell him. Who knows? They, they need the money, man. <laughs> yeah, they seriously need the money, bro. Wait, even even this guy that just signed for Spurs. If he signed for but he signed for Barcelona this summer. Emerson um, Real guy. Yeah. Can you imagine? They, they need the money. But what do you guys think of Lukaku to Chelsea? Uh, so um, that was my that was my big one. That was my interesting one. Not I'll just because he's a not just because he's a Chelsea player, but mm-hmm. he's the missing piece to a puzzle. So um, when Tuchel came in, I don't know if you guys noticed it. If you saw our games. Or when you whenever you saw a result, Chelsea, we we were winning, right? We yeah. win games one. It was just the regular one nil, two nil, two one. Mm-hmm. We, never, we never like blew away team, and it wasn't because it wasn't because of not having enough chances. We actually had a lot of chances in those games. Many times we could have blown teams like four five goals. The other thing is that we had Timo Werner at the top of our pitch, right? We weren't scoring goals. So our our issue was it wasn't like one that was hidden. It was clear what we needed. We had everything set. We just needed that kind of that striker. Like when we had that Diego Costa in the team that mm-hmm. would give us over 20 goals a season, right? When things are let's say we're we're finding it hard to put the uh, put the ball at the back of the net. Someone that would just drag the team and just get us that goal to give us three points. And I think uh it was brilliant that we got Lukaku. So it's like this this story where you already knew how we had to end, but you were scared it wasn't going to end the way you wanted it to end. Because a lot of Chelsea fans have been, we were quite disappointed that we had to sell him like back mm-hmm. back <laughs> a few years ago. Because yeah. he was he was the next dropper, right? He was supposed to be the one to like, he was the heir to the throne. Is it true? It was, yeah. quite, it was it was just it was quite sad to just see after he missed that penalty in the Super Cup and then Jose um, sold him off. So. It's quite sad to not see that story come to fruition. And even like hearing him even talk about it, there's always been a chip on his shoulder, right? The whole not making it at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised when he took the chance to come back home. Like, And he looks like a changed man. Like, he looks like someone that is mature. He, he has matured. <laughs> he, he's, he's so much, he's leaner he's, now. He's such the a He's such a leader now. I remember because I had always assumed seeing him in United, I was like, I don't think this guy is a leader. He's just someone who wants to score. He, he seemed like he seemed like someone that didn't really care about, oh, did my team win this title? It was more, oh, did I get this amount of goals, right? Someone that was mm-hmm. looking at his own record. But now, he's more for the team. I remember his first his first um, training clip. He was just directing teams. I'm like, just look up. And it's because he's been around for a while. He's, you almost think he's, 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 yeah. he's 28 or something. 28, like, look up his not, experience. He's not, yeah, he's, he's, he, the experience he has garnered. And I feel like, uh, he owes a lot of that one to Antonio Conte, especially with the yeah. way he speaks about him. I feel like that move, that move to Inter was very, very, very crucial to his like to his career to because his he's, yeah, he's a whole new man now and he's hungry. You can just see this guy is until, he until. wants to score goals for Chelsea <laughs> and he's just excited. I feel like now we're a complete team and I can confidently say we're going to challenge. So I feel like Lukaku. It's one one very interesting move this season. Yeah, I'm happy for that. Another one, if I if I can say, is Baran. Baran is another one that scares me. I feel mm-hmm. like I was happy the way you know when you know what your rivals to do well, right? <laughs> I remember last season we had a podcast last season. Same starting of the season podcast, we were talking about where United needed to improve, and we were mm-hmm. talking about how they needed a CB to replace Lindelof, and yeah. we needed a central defensive midfielder. And when they didn't get a CB to replace Lindelof, I was so happy, man. 
Varan is. Did you guys see the clip of Varan talking to Wan Bissaka? To uh, Wan Bissaka, I seen that. Oh I man, seen I was that. like, this is not what I want, man. <laughs> this is not what I want. Because <laughs> that guy has, he has experience. He's yeah, a like, leader. He's he's a crafty One chance, one chance yeah, like yeah. three times in a row, like. Exactly. And they got him for such a good deal. For too. a good, that's what makes him more annoying, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> game for such a good deal. So I feel like he's another. He's another interesting player. It's good. It's good where um teams try to like plug gaps in their team, and uh, Varan is one to watch also for United because now him and Maguire is going to be very solid. Uh, Maguire is solid, too. especially after he rose. Yeah. I read Maguire like yeah. Maguire is something else. Like he's actually good. <laughs> Exactly. Maguire is actually good. United, United did something, but yeah, Varane is very, very mm-hmm. interesting. Varane is, is a good deal. I found true to me not that much. I feel like we need to give him this season. I feel like he's going to have a similar. I just, I just see him in this similar boat as to Pulisic and uh, Harvard. The way they started okay. off in this season, I don't think they're going to hit it off running. But I know that it's only a matter of time before we start That's talking great. about Jaden Sancho. Obviously, there's going to be banter about him. Sancho means he did. He didn't finish this part. You're going to see all them compilations. It's normal. It happens. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. It's part of the process. But I know he's going to come to. But for me, not quite yet. I feel like Varan is the one that is, is going to. Another one I want to see. I'm sorry. I'm taking this segment. But <laughs> I don't really count this one as a transfer deal. But. Kane staying at Tottenham, I think it's big. I feel like a lot of people are not looking at it yet, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know if people are making the assumption that because he didn't get the move he wanted, he's going to be disgruntled. He's not going to put in the work. Hurricane is not that type of player. He's a professional at the end of the day, right? Someone that scored two goals today. I don't think that he's not going to put in the work. I think he's definitely going to. Mm-hmm. But then I don't think it's really going to matter in the grand scheme of like actual progressing because in as much as him and son are good they literally cannot carry the team for a whole 50 plus games in a season since they have europe as well yeah, you have you have to remember that last season that was happening a lot of the times because of Mourinho, right he was putting all that work on them i feel like Nuno is a different type of manager he's, i don't think he's going to be um over dependent on just um king and son he's going to he seems like someone that coaches his team to work as a unit, right? As a coercive unit. Moreno, yeah. Mor- already, Moreno has that history of everybody do the work, give the ball. Even something at Chelsea, when he was at Chelsea, it was everybody do the defensive work, get the ball to Hazard and cost, um, Hazard Costa, let them get the goals for us. And he still went to Tottenham and did the same thing. I'd, Luna doesn't give me that vibe. I think he's more of a, oh, this is a very well-drilled unit. Everybody does. Everybody has their own part to play. Uh, I, I, there are one people are not really looking at. I don't think they are going to challenge, but I, could, I can see them in that fight for top four. That's just my two cents on the, on, on the transfer move. <laughs> Yeah, of Let me ask you, how do you feel about so? I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about that. Like, why did you guys get him? Like, what's that for? No, so we needed the. <laughs> yeah, they don't I, feel I, like they have midfield depth. His death. His death option. Um, the thing we saw. I remember when he started off at where right around the time where he signed. That was it. Like a seven-year contract or a nine-year contract. I don't know if you guys remember. We are thirty four. He was still. Right. He was really. He was. He was good then. Well, I think like uh, started going downhill for him, started getting played out of position at a basic one. That's in uni. Why we signed him was because this guy, uh, Toko wanted to have four. He likes playing with a double safe, right? Mm. And, uh, and for that position last season, we had the normal Kante, 
Georgino Kovacic, mm-hmm. and then we had Billy Gilmore. There. He's out. He's on loan now. Right? And he's out on loan now. Another thing you have to think about is Kanté has been having a lot of injury problems like this last few seasons, right? He most of the time he's only about he's only able to give us like half of the game. Mm-hmm. So they have to manage his minutes now. So it's, it's just that it's just for the case of okay, if Kanté goes out, you don't just want to have just two available midfielders left. You still need one more person. I think that's why he he got in. So I thought he would give that like that uh, role in the team to Loftus Cheek. Seems mm-hmm. like he's not going to do that to my disappointment. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's just going to be he's going to be a squad depth option, and he's not a bad player to have, you know, on your bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a decent player, uh, like he's a, a decent, decent player. player. I don't really know too much about him, so I'm just looking forward. I'm going to back him, obviously. Looking forward to see how he does. And the last time we had like a player come from the La Liga on loan, we saw, we signed him permanently or Kovacic. So hopefully, it's all so goes about the same round. Well, what about Grealish City? What do you guys think about that? I think that was very unnecessary, number one. Thank you, yeah. Like, yeah. If, I, if I was just to add, I, like, they have a lot of attacking players and creative players already. Like, I think Grealish is not what's going to get you over the hump. You guys score goals already. Mm-hmm. You guys you guys don't need Grealish for anything. Like, it's not worth that 100 million or whatever you paid for him to get him to your club. I'm not saying Grealish is not a good player. Grealish mm-hmm. is good, but you don't need him for anything. Bernardo Silva is there. Gondogan is there. KDB is there. Mares is there. Ferran Torres is there. Like, why are you getting Grealish for? If you are getting Kane, I'd rather you grind out Kane <laughs> yeah. than go and drop money on Grealish. Like, it's not worth it, man. It's not. That's just. That's just my own. My Please, own take off on Grealish. I mean, obviously, I feel like I was it. A stupid transfer as well, but <laughs> just to play devil's advocate, I mean, last season KDB played like what 20 something games and league, like 25 or so, mm-hmm. and he's a 30. And gone down to is almost 30 as well, if he's not already 30. And now those well wants to leave, technically. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've seen that basically they're kind of aged already, so mm-hmm. I, I kind of understand going out to spend that money but especially since it looks like he wants to play Grealish like centrally but with the way Pep teams I mean they all rotate so it kind of doesn't matter in the end I guess my whole issue is the fact that he himself is not like that young he's like well, already 25 25 yeah so, <laughs> I mean I'd have rather just spent like you said just going to spend the money on him or just gonna spend like a hundred mil I mean, smart city, you can get to, to spend a hundred million in left back because mm-hmm. I mean, it's categorically finished at the moment. And mm-hmm. I mean, you can't always play cancellers and inverted wing back. So, I'm also around Torres too is like an interesting player mm-hmm. to watch, not just because he slapped us now. I've actually always liked him as a player. As my reservations mm-hmm. about him were more of like his personality because mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you read like. All the stuff that came out when he was leaving Valencia and what he was the captain or something, yeah. like captain. demands, right? Yeah, I remember. And I was just like, yeah, Paris is there. Why would they make you captain? It just just seemed weird. He's a good player, I can't lie. Like, he does that false nine extremely well. He just yeah. pops up in space, and his box movement is very Gabriel Jesus. I mean, I'm of the opinion now that he should even be a striker. He just play him on the wing. Because he's very effective from there. My gripe with him has always been the fact that he's just not clutch enough to play as a center forward for Manchester. But as a winger, it seems very good. Hopefully, it works out for Grealish. Because regardless, 
probably still going to win anyway with or without him. He's going to probably be less exciting to watch. Maybe he'll get more efficient in front of goal with assists. But, I mean, he went there to win still, so good luck to him. That's fair. That's fair. Let's, let's talk about my team that spent... 150 million and <laughs> we have nothing to show for the signings. What do you guys think about about that? Let me let me just say something. So this for this part, I'm not going to listen. I'm going to be people's therapist, okay? So just <laughs> <laughs> your minds to me. Yeah, let it all out. Let me hear. Let me hear it. <laughs> Wale, go first because I know you have a lot to say. <laughs> no, there was this point where football Twitter started calling him at the Taliban. And I was like, that's mean. That's so mean. But like, after all that I've seen now, I'm just like, maybe I judge them a bit too harshly. Because, yeah, oh my God. Firstly, why does he keep on insisting on just playing, like, the worst possible people consistently? Just like that Man City match. Like, why? <laughs> why would you play Scholastic as center back against Man City? Why? Like, just play Tierney as a centre back and play Midland now. Don't don't play Kovacina. <laughs> Jesus. And like I don't know why it was that day that he chose to experiment like playing Odegaard at the same. You know, Odegaard can definitely play as a CM, but maybe don't do it against Man City. Like actually. And like I actually bad for Obama because normally I give him a lot of shit because he doesn't do enough like Especially like when you're trying to get out your own half. But he was actually jumping for headers. Like he never jumped for headers. I was so excited when the match first started. Like, oh, he's jumping, man. Then like capitulated. I was like, I can't even blame him for this one because he literally had no service whatsoever. I mean, it's not even surprising. Like this consistent reliance on ESO and Saka. I think people are seriously beginning. If Saka, to if Saka is the best player in the on your team, you have a problem. <laughs> if, like, if Saka is your go-to player you have a problem <laughs> that's just like, what I would say just because of that I mean Saka is obviously you know that he's good he has massive amounts of potential definitely but, but not now the finish that's good that you need to compete for top <laughs> and they keep on relying on him and Smith-Rowe Smith-Rowe has never had a full season of top life football under his belt this will be literally his first full season <laughs> And now it also seems like the Konga that they bought as well. It's literally better than every other midfield option we have apart from party and in Chaka because in as much as I don't reach out that much, the competition is not exactly stiff. So he gets the nod just solely by being not terrible. On any, I have nothing to say about on any. He's extremely unremarkable. He's extremely safe to the point that is detrimental to the team. Well, like <laughs> making a move forward. This guy was still someone to pass to What kind of therapist would be laughing at Cubs? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> God, therapist is that one. <laughs> but you can't believe me, man. You can't believe me. <laughs> you know how I know the the fact that, I mean, I'm not an expert on football. Obviously, I like football. I'm watching football for a better part of over a decade. I look into like all the underlying numbers and stuff behind it. But I am not an expert. And even I can see the glaring faults in your team plan and everything that you're doing. If I can see that, what do you think season professionals are going to see? Just I'm even forgetting the numbers, just the personalities of the players that are 
themselves. And this is something I really do not like talking about because for what other people see having a certain like personality as being weak, it's just like what they were saying about Bellerin, like because of the fact that I mean he's not going to die because of football and he just likes to take things easy. He talks about mental health stuff like that. He complains about his mentality that he's weak. Like that is stupid. He doesn't have a poor mentality. If anything, his mentality is absolutely incredible. It takes a lot to come out and actually talk about your mental health. Like I expect mm-hmm. him definitely he hasn't been as good as he was for ever since he got that ACL injury. But I mean understandable man, people do not recover from ACLs at the same rate at all. And it doesn't help that he was playing for Arsenal as well when it happened. Like, I mean so nice is sad. But yeah, so basically yeah, like I'm going to complain about some specific specific players mentality even though I but yeah starting with Leno I have tried my best to support Leno because in as much as yes I fundamentally agree that he is absolutely terrible at playing up from the back it's also not helped by the fact that our midfielders don't particularly know how to receive the ball when playing out from the back when every other team does it they do want to pass it to the player the player will pass back to you or pass to the side mm-hmm. Chaka especially when he receives the ball for whatever reason he dwells on it and people always keep on blaming Leno for giving like those risky passes when like a player is coming behind Shaka that is the whole point of it to drag people inside to create space when you lay the ball off another player to receive it that is the whole point if you're blaming your keeper for doing what he is told to do and is it really your keeper's fault? It may be the midfielder's fault. Because, I mean, half of the times that Shaka has lost the ball in that position, it's simply because he dwelt on the ball for two or three seconds too long, when he could have just passed it back to Leno or just laid it up to someone else on the side. So, yeah, Leno, playing up on the back, terrible. Also, I do not know why he's just so quiet when he's being fouled. Like, this is not the first time it happened this season. Like, literally, that Brentford match, he was being held and he didn't say anything. Like, this is why we should have buy more English players man an English player <laughs> what not about them try that thing she either punch you or go to the ref straight and insult the ref tell them to look at Vera dude like Maguire honestly it's me that they paid like for me it's basically worth it just because of how many Vera decisions that they get solely by him being Maguire this guy will just go to the ref and the ref will start overthinking about the decision that he's about to make honestly like it's insane what that does for your team which is why I mean as much as I don't really rate rounds though if you can start doing that, then I swear, like, I'll allow it, honestly. Yeah. Then the rest of them, there's really nothing much to say. Like, as it, <laughs> like, like, as it, well, he's been a bit of a disaster. And so, I mean, people <laughs> say that he's not particularly a club. I mean, we paid like almost 15 mil or even more for him, and he's never thought like what our team goes in a season. That is not 50 million pound money, man, like, at all. It really isn't. Like, we asked now, I mean, I don't even know where to start from. Like, it's just, it's just bad, bottom up down bottom anywhere you want to call it like everywhere is just a shambles i think that is not it's not good enough like how you spend 150 million i can't say this is a signing that okay i bought this signing this signing is going to be it's going to be ready now like Lokonga mm-hmm. looks good but i can't say it's ready now like it's not it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be good it's going to be good but i can't say it's going to be that's the thing like ben white is also good but like it's not crazy like it's not a it's not a season changing defensive player like he's not, he's not like the main 
problem with the whole Ben White transfer is the fact that a 50 million you obtain is based on it's really based on whether he can actually strive in the specific system you're going to play because exactly like, when he first when I first said that he wanted to buy Ben White I was like yes this is an extremely good transfer to do partly because I am absolutely tired of Rob Holding Holding <laughs> cannot like whatever problems you have with Ben White's era prowess like he's not that good at errors like I admit that but his ball playing and just his sheer athleticism like he more than makes up for it the whole point was probably like, I mean he'll be the one that's going to be playing the ball and all that moving into like the channels and spaces then Gabriel mm-hmm. is the physical one which mm-hmm. I mean it makes perfect sense but because Gabriel has been injured and I mean wipes to go COVID so he's been forced to watch Pablo Maria and holding the most oh, Lukaku, Lukaku cooked Mario that game terrible and everyone saw that thing coming and yet asked now someone I think what was even worse is just the fact that from like the fourth minute you could see the amount of space that Rich James had on Tierney's flank yeah. and nobody was supporting him I mean granted Chaka would normally like drop into that space to help but because mm-hmm. of the hard Harvard amount just absolutely floating everywhere in the midfield he couldn't do that and Saka just was not tracking back you know? which I mean again he's 19 I can't blame him too much ideally he should even yeah. be playing this game and that's, that's just the fact Saka it wasn't, tra- it wasn't tracking back at all. Like, <laughs> wait, where are you? <laughs> yeah, I was tired, man. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea boys make you walk. Oh, yeah. I don't think something about. Actually, what you were saying, you know how you said it starts from like everywhere from the top. Yeah. To the I'm just going to talk. I'm going. I'm going to touch on the top. And having having a, an owner like Abramovich is now. Now I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Before I used to, I was born with this guy. I used to be fucking manager. for a human being, man. But I, it's a business, yeah, bro. It is a business at the end of the day, and I actually feel bad for your fans because your owners are not serious right they own your club but they have more franchises that they are more attached to than Arsenal and Definitely. if they were serious Ateta would not be the coach of Arsenal Football Club right now it, it is actually disgusting how this guy has survived for what he's going into his this is his second season right mm-hmm. the second full season I don't know how that guy hasn't been sacked yet, man. Because no other, at least me, I know Roman Abramovich would not stand for this. The way, no, like, I don't even know what your transfer strategy is. I don't know what the direction is. It's, it's just baffling. So, yeah, because last it's, season, the strategy was buying ready made mm-hmm. experience professionals and, like, add obviously experience, but also fix up the team in the short term, which felt spectacularly. So, obviously, they went in the opposite direction, like, oh okay, right? young high potential players that can grow with the team but the main problem is the fact that they've let go of <laughs> quite a number of the experienced people mm-hmm. and this that we have now are just absolutely peaceful so the young players are having to do most of the heavy lifting as yeah. usual again which is so, the underlying problem and I mean why, let me even touch on this now Edu as technical director is probably worse than Ateta as manager because <laughs> if he could do his job and shift people and not make stupid signs then we'll be in a better position I mean yeah. granted they've tried but the whole problem stems from still like the higher people that are sanctioning contract renewals and whatnot. The person that gave Kolasnach his first contract that guy is jail man I don't <laughs> care I don't care if you thought that Signing a player for free that was in Bundesliga team of the season and giving him a key week is a good idea. You need jail, man. Why? And like, sometimes I wonder, like, if they properly even scout people because the whole problem I have with playing like players like Marcos Alonso, that's always been 
like my issue because I've always understood why players, my managers don't play Marcos Alonso in a back four because he's not a good left back. He thrives yeah. as a larger as a yeah. He is ridiculously good at attacking. Like his technical ability is unreal. But once he has to defend, it is extremely hit or miss. Like honestly, Kolasinac yeah. is to a lesser degree the same way. Like Kolasinac running forward and cutbacks, hundred percent, he'll give that to you. But once it's time to defend, his brain just goes off. Honestly, his awareness is zero. So, 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 oh, it's just sad, man. If we keep on talking about Arsenal, we won't stop. Like, Ateta needs to go. I've said this since last season, even before last season started. Like, Ateta can't do this. There's nothing about... Because there's no proof we have that, okay, it's going to turn it around. Like, other managers can say, oh, this is how this guy started at Chelsea. But he was able to turn it around. Like we can't say Ateta is going to turn it in a, turn anything around. Like what's the mm-hmm. blueprint we have? <laughs> we can't say oh he's going to turn it around because this was the same way he started at Chelsea. We can't mm-hmm. we can't say that like fo- the soccer socks were not winning. Like all the games we've lost this season, I expected us to lose. Like yeah, I can't so. say that oh it's a shocker. Like I expected us to lose and we lost comfortably without scoring any goals. Since last season, we shouting oh Arsenal can't score. Arsenal can't score. Three games into this season. We can't even say we have a good, we can't say we have a goal of the month. We keep, we still can't score, <laughs> and we've been shouting this is last season, like how? But I feel like this tweet from the Arsenal Twitter account when they were doing their goal of the month, and they said they had seven contenders. And I'm like, where did the seventh goal come from? Actually, try <laughs> just six goals this month. Are you counting the women's team as well? Mm, the women's team. <laughs> counting the women's. It's, it's shameful, but like after that's good. That's just really it. But the last segment today will be Premier League predictions. This is always funny because last season I said Tottenham was going to win the league and we know how that turned out. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> we know how that turned out. So let's give I our top four predictions. Our cops go first to uh, round this up real quick. In a particular order, right? Yeah, who do you think is winning the league, bro? Oh, uh, you know what? I'm going to say Chelsea. Okay. I'm going to say Chelsea. Ah, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to do City. If you do City, then that's no fun, right? <laughs> yeah, City are winning the league. That's no fun. We always do that every year. So I'm going to say Chelsea to win this season. Uh, I think the second. Uh, probably Liverpool third. I'm going to say United fourth. Okay. I have decided to not be fun, so <laughs> I do not care. I'm winning that thing. I still still need to. Oh, yeah, Chelsea are coming oh, second. What is Liverpool funny, man? Third. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Liverpool are third. United are fourth. And fifth. I think Tottenham are coming fifth. Let's start maybe sixth because, I mean, they've shown that they are perennial butlers, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And, and predicting that Vardy is going to slow down a bit this season. And okay. I, I think Senior Man won't have as good a season as he did last season. So. Mm-hmm. Senior Man yeah. kills. <laughs> Fofana is injured as well, so I just didn't see them competing for top four. They'll definitely be like in the top six, but not top. Done. Uh, let me give my own predictions. I think Chelsea will win the league. Right. I think 
Chelsea is deep. I saw that they're also true. deep. Like they seems like they seems like they, they actually enjoy being with each other. Like they actually like Rudiger. Yeah. Like Rudiger. Like they all love. Like I can just see it. Like even winning the Super Cup. Like Tammy knew he was leaving, and he did yeah. for one reason put his head down. So I'm like, I'm not going to be here. Why am I even jumping around? Zuma left to West Ham. He literally bored out his ass at, against Sevilla, and like. Yeah. It just it just seems like they love each other like so I think Chelsea can go all the way with Lukaku there Lukaku is such a big impact like when I also when I not a bad player it's going to it's going to draw out teams so Chelsea for me City second it will always be City Liverpool third United fourth that's that's really for me for okay, between, exactly like mine <laughs> between City between City and United it can change like I really don't trust City too I don't know why I really don't you, trust City there. you, you guys thought, you, you guys think Tottenham can squeeze it do you? I don't um, think so. I wouldn't I be surprised so. if they do. Yeah. Like nobody is looking yeah, at them, which is good for them. <laughs> which is good for exactly. There's no pressure. Mourinho is not shouting on their head. We had like I forgot to say when like our calls was talking about Chelsea's like lack of goals from Werner last season. Like it wasn't just Werner not scoring. It was just the fact that goals were not coming from anyone else. Like mm-hmm. Harvest yeah. Lucic wasn't scoring. I mean like your highest league goal scorer was Jorginho. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were no goals anywhere. Yeah, like and that's Zoom that's exactly yeah. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. why sorry to cut you. That's exactly why you need someone like Lukaku. And that's why I feel like he's going to be the one to drag us in because it was a similar situation on that Costa. It was the same mm-hmm. when nobody was scoring, it was just him, right? And I, especially mm-hmm. that Conte season, we'll win a lot of matches one nil. And throughout you might not even notice Costa throughout the game. But then it's looking like, oh my god, if if we keep going like this, we're going to end this game zero zero. It's the first minute. Costa just comes from nowhere and put the ball at the back of the net. And then there were so many times he did that. And we've seen we've seen it over and over again that that can win you the league, right? Yep. Uh, and that's why I feel like Lukaku is going to be very, very important for us. It's uh, I'm just happy, bro. I don't I don't want to jump the gun again. <laughs> It's okay. We'll, uh, we'll continue on another episode, man. Like that was really yeah. it for today. It has been it has been nice catching up with you guys again. This season is looking like an interesting one, so we better keep tapping in and getting getting with each other and talking. Do you guys have anything to add? Yeah, let me just add one thing. She will mean, she will mean if Chelsea end up winning the Premier League, we don't do podcasts. <laughs> 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 don't call me again. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. I'll be here, don't worry. What about you? Hey man, just man, just the usual from any Toronto last night fan. Ateta out, Edu out, Minai bring Tesham out, and Kuti out, Josh Brunke out. They have kids, them out as well. Kuti <laughs> out. We'll be alright. There's international break this week, so you can you can mend your heart for for this weekend. <laughs> yeah. you can mend for this weekend, bro. That's it for this episode, man. That's it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Okay. Bye, bye, bye. bye. bye.